0: You're listening to SB Nation Radio. This is the Talk of Fame Network.
1: Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stabler. Marvin Harris. Orlando. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016.
0: Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin and Clark Judge.
2: That time of year again, elections. Only this time we have some very, very important ones coming up and I'm not talking about what's happening in your state or town or not even with Alice Cooper. I'm talking about what's happening right here, right now in the Renai Studio, where we're coming to you from. And Goose, let's start with you. We've got a raging debate going on in Dallas over Dak Prescott, Tony Romo. Where do you stand and how do you vote?
3: It's all Dak. You know, the, the only thing we hadn't seen was uh, from Dak was whether or not he could rally his team from a deficit late. He checked that box on his resume last weekend when he rallied the Cowboys from a 10-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Eagles. He also showed that night he could stand up to a pass rush. I think the Eagles knocked him around pretty good, but couldn't knock him out.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, even though he wasn't that great, he was good when he needed to in his best moments, in the toughest moments, right? Yep. Ronnie? No debate going on in your neighborhood. Another debate going on in your neighborhood too. And it doesn't have to do with your son playing goalie or center or forward or whatever. People are weighing in on that Jamie Collins deal and they wonder if your head coach, I don't know, GM, major domo, whatever you want to call Bill Belich whether he's lost his mind. Well he lost Jamie Collins. So where do you stand on that move?
4: Well, he lost his mind a long time ago, but he's uh, still a good coach. <laughs> uh, I think. That, look, I've been saying all year long, even before the season, this defense was not what the public thought it was. Top five defense. And the defense has problems. Had, they're having increasing problems. Belichick's a smart guy. He looked at uh, what what's going on there and realizes that they're going to win or lose this year on, the, on on their offense. That being the case, he's got to pay about four to five different guys when this season's over. He uh, can only franchise one of them. It's going to cost about 15 million. My guess is he wants to keep that slot for Hightower if he has to. Uh, they offered Collins a uh, four years at 11 million a year, and Bus Cook said, uh, uh, as I understand it, we want Vaughn Miller money. Not going to happen, you know. So in that case, nobody has been playing well lately, including him. He's going to go anyway. You make the move right now, and you send a message to all those other young guys that uh, you want to stay here. Well, then you better get a number in line with my number.
2: Yeah, I, I got that and I understand it. But how good does your defense have to be when Tom Brady's putting up 41 points?
4: Well, right now, you're, you're, uh, with the teams they're playing now, fine. But he's not going to put up 41 points, as he's proven, against the Broncos uh, or maybe Kansas City, you know, the, the, the tougher defensive teams that you have to face in the playoffs. Uh, and when that's the case, is your defense good enough to stand up and do something? And, and they've been found wanting a number of times when the offense was, was not the problem. Uh, in Super Bowls and AFC title games. So uh, if if that is going to be the problem again, I I think he took a long-term look at it and said, we're not going to be any better or worse with or without Collins, even though I think he's probably a second-best defensive player.
2: Okay, let's take a short-term look at what's going on in San Diego next week, and that's an election that determines if the Chargers get a new stadium and pass on that opportunity to be L.A.'s second franchise. Where do you guys stand on this one? I mean, what's your advice to taxpayers in the six one nine and eight five eight area codes, Guzman?
3: I'm against public funding of any stadiums. The Chargers have a valuation of two point one billion dollars, and they want to kick in only two hundred million of the proposed one point two billion cost of the stadium. That seems light to me. And what are the taxpayers getting returned? Increased ticket, parking, and concession prices. You know, the the biggest beneficiary of a new stadium will be the Spanos family and the Chargers. So, they should have a much larger stake in the project than the taxpayers.
2: So you're giving it a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Okay, Ron.
3: Uh, well, I'm kind of two minds
4: of this. I agree with everything Goose just just said, you know, and, and that figure that they're willing to kick in is 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 ridiculous. It's it's less than half of what uh, uh, Mark Davis is saying that the Raiders will put in to move to Vegas. So uh, now, having said that, I hope they pass it because. Uh, to me, the Chargers fit San Diego more than L.A., number one. And if the three of us have got to go out for a football weekend, <laughs> that's, where do you want to go, so. L.A. or San Diego? I mean, hope they on. pass it
2: because you want to go there. Yeah, so, in the
4: end, it's all about me, right? That's and, uh, right. And if yeah. worse comes to worse, let's go to Balboa Stadium. <laughs>
2: there you go. Or Hotel Del Coronado in December <laughs> to see the tree there. Hey, um, listen, a lot to think and talk about today, um, starting with our program that features another installment in our Insiders Outsider Series with Hall of Fame candidate Leroy Butler, who's a former star safety of the Green Bay Packers, as you should should know as well as former star linebacker wilbur marshall whose name does not appear on the list of candidates for the halls class of 2017 we're also going to sit down with pro football journal's john Turney, who's an nfl historian as we do each and every month we get his take on our insiders and outsiders as well as here why billy white shoes johnson what a great name white shoes man i love that um belongs in the hall of fame but let's get back to the election guys um, what would they call you White belt, right? <laughs> one, one. <laughs> they called me Sanzibelt. Sanzibelt. <laughs> there you go. Sanzibelt, judge. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's get back to the elections because there's a debate that started this week with Andre Johnson's announcement that he's retiring. And it's not a debate, really, as much as it is. It seems to be at least a proclamation. And the proclamation goes something like this. Andre Johnson, future Hall of Famer. <laughs> Spare me. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, 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 I know those are your most unfavorite words, but listen up. We've got former GM and friend of the show, Charlie Cassidy. He punched Andre Johnson's ticket to Canton this week on NFL.com saying, quote, his next stop is the Hall of Fame, unquote. Is it? Rings are important.
3: 69% of all Hall of Famers have them. Johnson doesn't. He has 14,000 career receiving yards, but Isaac Bruce has more receiving errors and touchdowns, and he's considered a borderline candidate, and he has a ring. You know, I love Charlie. He's front of the show. But I wonder if the fact he drafted Johnson in Houston played any part in his ringing Hall of Fame endorsement.
4: You think, Ron? Huh?
3: <laughs> Goose
4: man, I was looking for the conspiracy theories, you know. It's because he's from Dallas. They're doing that since 1963. <laughs> uh, look, if he's going to the Hall of Fame anytime soon, He's going to be going to the Rodeo Hall of Fame in Colorado Springs being a Texas guy. I mean, come on. It's, look, he's a good, was he a good player? Yeah. But did he, did, he, did you ever once in your careers watch Andre Johnson and think to yourself, future Hall of Famer? No, you did not. No, look, I'll study his stats. You know, I'll look at him like you guys will. Stat guy that you are. Stat <laughs> guy that I am, right. But the truth of the matter is, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Very Gooder.
2: Well, I, Ron, I, I know you're big on signature moments and drama, and, and to me rightly right. so. Um, but uh, I, I really, to be honest with you, I can't think of either with Andre Johnson. I mean, he's a terrific player, but I can't think of either. I mean, as Goose talked about, you know, rings. I mean, he was in four playoff games, and he had one touchdown, and the Texans really didn't go farther, two and two. So, um, I mean, the obvious question, would that have an impact on his candidacy?
4: Yeah, no, I think it will. Look, I don't care what Hall of Fame we're talking about.
2: You know, uh, when you the talk about the Rodeo Hall it, oh, of Fame, that's where well, you there it. you go,
4: Donnie Gay, 1979. You know, I mean, <laughs> bull riding—who who would ever forget him? You know, and it's the same thing in in, in this case. You know, you you've, you've got to have championships for the most part, and you've got to have more than just a bunch of catches, especially in, in the era that he's playing in, where everybody's going to have a bunch of catches.
3: You know, the signature signature catch portion of his resume is what slowed the Hall of Fame candidates of Art Monk and Tim Brown, even Chris Carter. So I think it'll certainly slow that of. Johnson.
2: Well, Goosey, you were talking about uh, where he stood in history, and and since Ron's all about stats, look this up, he's ninth in career receptions behind Reggie Wayne, just ahead of Jason Witten, Anquan Bolden, he's tenth in receiving yards behind Reggie Wayne, who's eighth, Steve Smith, friend of the show, ninth. So, if we follow Charlie Castro on this, Does that mean that Reggie Wayne, Steve Smith, Jason Witten, and Anquan Bolden are headed for the Hall of Fame, too?
3: (laughs) Clark, let me direct this one to Ron. Terrell Owens (laughs) had 577 more catches Uh, than Cliff Branch. Henry Johnson, 561 more than Cliff Branch. Hines Ward, 499 more than Cliff Branch. So, Ron, who would you rather have in the field for you on Sunday? Owens, Johnson, Ward, or Cliff Branch? Cliff Branch is not even close.
4: There
2: you go. It's not
4: even close. And especially if it's the bigger the game is, the more I want Cliff Branch, the less I want those... Other guys, you know. I mean, and I would tell you this. All those guys you named, give me Stanley Morgan and Cliff Branch, and um, we'll do just fine.
2: Thank you. What well, about Henry Ellard? I mean, we've had him on the show. Love, love Henry, Henry Ellard. Ellard. Yes, sir. Love him. It's, but not, I, I all think...
3: about the, it's not all about the stats. It's quality, not quantity. Quality.
2: But, Goose, that's the problem we've got going forward, isn't it, because of the stats, these inflated numbers with receivers?
3: Yeah, we're trying to figure out how real these numbers are. Is it the quality of the receiver or the way the game is played today?
2: Yeah, well – Suffice it to say, we aren't sure what Andres Johnson's next stop is, but we do know what ours is. It's commercial. That's just what we're going. When we return, it's Tom Brady and what Hall of Famer Jim Kelly had to say about him. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
5: This is Henry Eller, and you're listening to Talk of Fame Network.
2: All right, you have
6: a great business, but your website? not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, artificial design intelligence that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online, images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com, create your stunning website
7: today go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other. Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products.
6: Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle meanderings.
5: Oh, man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if a highway splits, it's a fork in the road, then wouldn't the long straight stretch be a knife in the road? And then wouldn't a cul-de-sac be a spoon in the road? What would a spork be?
6: Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense.
8: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's
9: 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, number 3030.
10: When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables and chairs, laptops and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your business is construction and you get a big job that has to be done in record time, you need to get the ball rolling, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy enough sheetrock and lumber, steel, and other materials quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand
11: that we have fun.
2: Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you know something? You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, I just want to bring our listeners up to speed, guys, on an email we received from the Hall of Fame this week. I know you all did. Uh, So did I. It's not so much about Goodyear agreeing to sponsor the Hall of Fame, which it will. In fact, it's going to sponsor a blimp-worthy series with Hall of Famers telling stories of moments that transformed their careers, which is pretty neat. But more important uh, was the footnote to that announcement, namely that Goodyear and the Hall are gonna salute our armed forces by providing free admission. Ron, I said free admission.
4: Where do I line up?
2: (laughs) To the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, uh, right there on Hallis Boulevard. But uh, for all veterans and active military, along with a guest, for the month of November, the entire month. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I don't know. Whoever came up with that idea should go to the head of the clash, standing O, take a bow. Uh, as a son of a career officer who served in three wars, I know I love it. And, Ron, I, I, I'll start with you. Um, you like the idea? Yeah,
4: I do. Uh, look, it's always nice to honor the veterans in, in various ways, big or small. I'm just hoping that the NFL isn't somehow billing the Department of Defense for their admissions.
2: <laughs> you, yeah, you know, never somehow.
4: know. You know, no, you, you never, never know. know. I hate to bring it up, but you never know.
3: <laughs> yeah, a nice idea, but expand it. Give the military I... a 12-month pass, not just a month in November. You know, they've already given uh, this country more in the service of their of this country than the Hall of Fame can offer any entity.
2: Them. Wow, Goose! They love you too. Take a bow, Doctor Dad. I I, 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 I agree with the Goose Man here. I think it's a great idea. It should be expanded. Except, I wouldn't stop at 12 months, Goose. I think I'd extend it to make it a lifetime pass for military personnel. Maybe that's because my dad was in the Marines. But um, God almighty, know. David Baker, touchdown maker, is spinning in his office right now. <laughs> yeah, he just, well, nice, um, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I admit I'm biased, but uh, I, I think that would be a good idea. I, I just think this whole idea of just doing it at least to get it underway and get it going, that's, it's a good one. It's a very good one, and I agree with you, Ron. I hope there's no money changing hands here. Um, but Wouldn't speaking, that be typical? That would be typical. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, good ideas, uh, did you guys hear what uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly had to say um, this week on Chris Berman, or with, to, to Chris Berman on ESPN's Countdown to Kickoff? I think it was Monday. Did you guys hear it? I did not. Nope. Gooseman, you? Nope. Okay. Well, uh, Derek, it, since they didn't hear it, maybe our listeners didn't hear it, cue it up and, and play it because I would like everyone to hear What Jim Kelly had to say when uh, Chris Berman asked him about where does Ron's favorite quarterback and my favorite quarterback belong in the pantheon of great quarterbacks?
12: You don't have to say he's the best, but
11: I did. I don't mind saying that. He is? I really do. Why? Because the consistency every single year he does it. And he doesn't have all the time the greatest players around him. I mean, a lot of times they're in and out. Welker's gone. A couple other guys are gone. He does have a great one in Gronkowski, a Buffalo guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he makes it work. It doesn't matter what it is. I continue to tell him year after year, it's time for you
8: to retire. Come on, Tom. <laughs> retire, bud. Come on. Now, I mean, I, mean, I, I say it all so. the time.
2: <laughs> well, of course, he wants him to retire because Jim Kelly has reason to believe in this guy. Tom Brady just beat the Bills for the 26th time. Time Brett Favre for the most wins versus one team. I think that was against your Detroit Lions that Favre did it. Um, but anyway, Jim Kelly went far, far beyond that, and you heard him. You made the point that Brady does more with less than others out there. I, I couldn't agree more, but Goose, what's your reaction? I want to hear from you.
3: Yeah, everyone's entitled to his own opinion, and Jim Kelly's certainly entitled to his. If he had said Otto Graham was the greatest quarterback ever, and you can certainly make a case for Otto, I wouldn't disagree. If he said John Unitas was the greatest quarterback ever, I wouldn't disagree. If he said Joe Montana was the greatest quarterback ever, I wouldn't disagree. There is no right or wrong answer to this question. There are only opinions, and we're all entitled to our own opinion.
2: But do you agree with him?
3: Do I think Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time? Yes. No, no I'm a John Unitas guy. He called his own plays, he could beat you with his mind as well as his arm.
2: Yeah, I'm a Unitas guy too. Ronnie. Yeah, I agree, and and you guys have heard
4: me before. I always bring up Sammy Baugh. You know, I mean, right. he never even gets mentioned. You right, know, Sammy Baugh was a tremendous player. But look, Ron's one of the Tom's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Uh, I would only remind Jim Kelly that today's quarterbacks uh, and their numbers are positively affected by the same rules that have made wide receivers like Amari Johnson look like Hall of Famers when they're not. Personally, uh, I'll stick with Johnny U. like you guys. Maybe we're showing our age bias. I don't know. But I take I my chances so. with the Unitas. Uh, but if you say you're going to play with, uh, with Brady or Montana or my man Ken Stabler or, or, or my other man Sammy Baugh, I'm okay with that too. And you know what? I'm in a heck of a lot of games. And when the end of the playoffs come, I'm probably going to be there with my guy.
2: Yeah, well, I'm with you on that. But listen, at the the risk of getting reprimanded by both of you, which I do weekly and it's part of the show, or or maybe get reprimanded by Charles Haley, um, how or or does the deflate gate, you know, quote-unquote scandal, uh, stain or whatever you want to call it, affect his standing? Now, listen, I don't care whether you believe he did anything or not. I mean, it's still on his resume. I mean, I don't believe it's a big deal, but some people do. So what, if any, impact... Goose man, does that have on where he's positioned in history?
3: Look, he, he remains in the discussion of the greatest quarterbacks of all time with or without deflategate on his resume. I, I doubt he was under-inflating footballs in 2001. I doubt he was under-inflating footballs in 2003 or 2004. You know, that's three rings on his hand before he ever started playing with those tiny footballs.
4: Oh, look, I, look, I don't care. Over-inflated footballs, underinflated footballs, tennis balls, medicine balls, ping pong balls, <laughs> no matter what kind of ball you gave him, he's going to get it to, to the right guy and that guy's going to get in the end zone, so that, that's a fact, so I, I, look, is it going to come up if I had to present him, if I'm still around will I bring it up? Yeah, I'll bring it up because whenever there's bad news better you bring it up than some other guy right. asks you about right. it right. Uh, yeah. but other than that I, I think it's, it's a silly thing
2: if you're still around, he's playing 10 more years. He says, Ron, that means you've got to be on the board for 15 more years. Hey, what, what do you think? He's the only guy eating guava ice cream or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, me too. I've seen your refrigerator. <laughs> I know what you're eating. Um, hey, um, More to what's going on this year. Um, I heard Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison last weekend, both friends of the show, talk about how strongly they endorse Tom Brady for midseason MVP, even though he missed the first four starts. How about you guys?
3: Give me Derek Carr. 14 touchdowns, only three interceptions, and the Raiders are 5-0 on the road. You know, Tom Brady was expected to be quarterbacking a first-place team at the season's midway point. Derek Carr was not. And Carr is winning with the NFL's worst defense and the most heavily penalized team in the league. He's carrying a far bigger Whoa. burden than Tom Brady. There we
2: go. He's got that bad. song behind him, too. Love that The, sym-
4: song. the symphony of football right there. Uh, uh, look, here's... here's uh, Certainly, you can make a case for Tom, but here's what mitigates against them: they were three and one without him. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, you know they won one game with a third-string quarterback. So, you know, how much did they really need him? Okay, he went four and zero, oh and they went three and one. Uh, what he yeah, beat Ra-
2: nothing by Buffalo, he put forty one on him.
4: Uh, well, yeah. Uh, what do you think the Raiders would be doing without Derek Carr? You think he'd be six and two and five and zero oh on the road? I don't think so. Thank you.
2: Hitchhiking to Las Vegas. Hey, um, <laughs> exactly. One last one, it goes, Let's just say Brady goes to Super Bowl fifty-one, and let's just say he wins it. Then what? I mean, can he ever, in your mind, make it to the top rung of that ladder? Is it still United?
3: Well, Bart Starr won five titles in a span of seven seasons. What rung is he on your ladder? Otto Graham won seven in a span of ten seasons. What rung is he on your ladder? The latest isn't necessarily the greatest. Right?
4: Yeah, look. I mean, to me, Yanis you know, is, is, is at the top of the ladder, and he got there when hitting the quarterback was legal without deflating anything about Tom Brady. You know, opposing teams killed his receivers and killed him. I just think he played a tougher,
2: at a tougher time when the game was tougher. What's well, a tough time here, guys, because we've got to take a break. When we return, we're going to sit down with Hall of Fame hopeful Leroy Butler and ask him about some of the quarterbacks he had to face in his career. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
8: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's
1: 800-QUICKEN.
9: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030.
1: What's the best place to have your breakfast? How about a warm croissant? Right now at Burger King, get two breakfast sandwiches for just $4. A light, flaky croissant piled high with savory sausage or delicious thick cut smoked bacon. And just two for $4. It's the best place to have your breakfast and the best deal on breakfast all rolled into one. We're talking about the croissant which. Get two croissant breakfast sandwiches right now for just four dollars. Only at Burger King. Restrictions may apply. Price participation vary.
7: Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit gethotwater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. All right, you have a great business, but your website?
6: Not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, Artificial Design Intelligence, that creates a stunning website for you, with all the things you need to look amazing online images videos and professional text giving you more time to focus on what really matters your great business go to wix.com create your stunning website today
0: this is the talk of fame network on sb nation radio here are your hall of fame voters ron borges rick goslin and clark judge
2: Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. I told you we were getting Leroy Butler, and you know what? We are right now. Leroy began his career at cornerback, but quickly moved to safety, where he is one of the NFL's best in the 1990s. He intercepted 38 passes, had 21 sacks, was named first team all decade at safety. And Green Bay Packers, well, they went to the playoffs seven times in his 12-year career. And I know that because I was covering the 49ers, and they usually beat them. And they also went to back-to-back Super Bowls in the mid-1990s, winning that 1997 game against Hall of Fame coach Bill Parcells and the Patriots. Leroy retired after the 2001 season. He's been eligible for the Hall of Fame for 11 years. But strangely, he's never been a semifinalist. He's on the preliminary list of candidates for the class of 2017, and maybe just maybe this is the year he breaks into the top 25. Leroy, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much.
3: Leroy, you know the disregard the selection committee has for the safety position. There are only seven pure safeties enshrined in Canton, including yourself. There are 12 all-decade safeties eligible who aren't yet enshrined. Mm-hmm. This committee hasn't even discussed as finalists any of the four all-decade safeties from the 1980s. What is the comp- committee missing at the safety position?
5: I think you said it, Rick, it's the word pure. We don't have pure safeties anymore. We have safeties that have to cover your best tight end. We have to have a safety that have to cover your best third receiver. A safety that has to go get the quarterback. A safety that has to do an eight-man front. I mean, the safeties nowadays from the 90s on had to do everything. I mean, they had to do everything as far as being the playmaker. And I think in my category, playing with guys like Reggie White and Sean Jones uh, you know, some of these guys, you get these guys together and you understand who's the guy going to come up with the big play. But the thing that really gets me, that when they talk about safety, if you think about now, every team that has a great safety, they either in the Super Bowl or they're talked about winning Super Bowls. And I think that's the key. If you think about where safeties used to get paid, they were on the lowest paid compared to kickers. So I think I see the same trend in the Hall of Fame but again if you look at guys who can do everything that should be the discussion to me because if we played a top tight end he's my guy I covered him he's my responsibility and I just don't know if a lot of guys would do that I mean because I always thought about most guys can sit in the middle of the field and get a lot of tipped interceptions and stuff like that but how many times did this guy cover and make a difference or go get the quarterback and and things of that nature, and I just basically concentrate on what I did and what was my responsibility, and sometimes I have not been seeing that you know, pretty much discussed.
4: You know, there are only two players, as you know, from the 90s Packers in the Hall, uh, uh, Leroy Brett Favre and Reggie White, and I'm wondering if you think that with two such high-profile guys, do you think that maybe has hurt your candidacy, by which I mean – You know, teams, people think of the Packers in offense, they think, well, Brett Favre, defense, they think of Reggie White, like he was out there by himself and the other 10 guys were having a soda. Uh, Do you think that's impacted your own chances?
5: Well, here's the thing about that. You know, both of those guys came to Green Bay. I was already at Green Bay. See, those guys came, they didn't go through the lean years when I was there. I played 12 years for one team. You don't necessarily see that. But I would think that would help my candidacy because it makes you put more spotlight on the people in the nineties who were all decade. Well, I don't even think Brett was all decade, but he he definitely was, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback the first time. I mean, without a doubt. But I would I would argue to say it would put the spotlight on to see, you know, if there's any other guy who should make it, it should be Leroy Butler.
2: We're speaking with former safety Leroy Butler on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at Talk of Fame Net. And, Leroy, let's just follow on that. Uh, you just said there's anyone that should be in there. It should be you. Tell us why.
5: Well, I think for the, if you look at you know, the 90s, just take the 90s, You know, three teams that dominated, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco, and the Green Bay Packers. In all that time, you know, it was, it was a lot of big games were played. Those were the games that I played my best football. Those were the games on national television. The wives were able to get a, a household name, not to mention, you know, creating the Lambeau Leap and things of that nature for the fans, of course. It just put a new thing on what safeties do because normally safeties were six to, you know, two hundred and thirty pounds. You know, it just did a lot of things and they would come up and hit. But now I started something with Ray Rhodes. Well, you know, safeties can be, you know, six feet, 200 pounds, because I need them to cover. And I'm and I, i telling you, every single time we had a tight end in the playbook, they would put a 36 right above him because they knew I drew that assignment. And I just don't know how many safeties drew assignments like that. I just say they, they either played a lot of cover two, cover three, a lot of zones, but how many of them played pure man-to-man and was effective at it? And not to mention, going after the quarterback in the 90s was something most linebackers did that. You know, more, more matter of fact, most linemen and linebackers and even sometimes a corner. But when I came around, all of a sudden, safeties were doing it. And now you see, guys, these teams playing safeties the way I played. And I'm very honored by that. And I think that's the reason why I think, uh, you know, Brian Dawkins would be a chance, a Troy Polamolo. All these guys was like a framework of what I did in the 90s.
3: Yeah, you were, the, you were at the front end. Lorette, we know how much Brett Favre enjoyed practice. He once told me he knew when he stopped having fun in practice, it was time to get out of football. How much did competing on a daily basis against Favre and that offense shape you into the dominant defensive player you became?
5: Well, every Friday, it was ones against ones, and we went in red zone against red zone. And I would call the defensive plays, and Brett would call the offensive plays, and it was a battle. Every Friday, we look forward to that because it was ones against one, no scout team, and trust me, Brett would throw a lot of touchdowns on that group to <laughs> make us better, but he also threw a lot of picks to that group, I don't know them, by the way. He <laughs> made us good enough to understand the West Coast-style offense, which I really appreciated him and really explained it, how the West Coast-style offense went.
4: Now, you came out of college football's great cornerback factory, really, at Florida State, and you played your first two seasons at corner, I believe, in in Green Bay. Uh, Whose idea was it uh, to move you to safety in your third season, and were you on board with that initially, or did you fight it?
5: That's a fantastic question, because I think a lot of people don't know this, but I got a phone call from Ray Rhodes, because he was one of my favorite coaches. He said, we're thinking about, we don't know, but... We have the fifth pick, and we're thinking about taking a defensive back, either Troy Vincent, Troy Vincent, or Terrell Buckley. Now, I was like, okay, how does that? Well, you're gonna have to move to safety because we want our four best athletes out there. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's fine with me, but I don't know if I'll do it. You said, no, no, it's not. I want you to stay on the field to cover the third wide receiver, so I don't have to always go diamond nickel. All right, great. So they got the Terrell Buckley and I moved to safety and I enjoyed it. I loved it. And I always thought about it. I used to look behind me. I see the end zone. I said, "Oh, that's why they named us safety." Okay. I can't get <laughs> <sit> behind. <laughs> I'm safety valve. Okay, that makes sense. So you know what I did, guys? I went and looked at a lot of highlight tapes. Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith and all these Bears Sanders. And I didn't see me giving up a lot of those plays, so I felt real good about what I did.
2: Leroy, we've got about a minute left, maybe 45 seconds. I want to ask you a historical question. Who was the most difficult receiver for you to cover, and who was the most difficult... Jerry Rice. And and who was the most (laughs) difficult running back for you to bring down? Who was the most difficult back to bring down? Barry
5: Sanders. Barry Sanders. I mean, those are two clear-cut answers. Barry Sanders is like... If you was in a bathtub with a bar of soap, you know it's in there, but you can't get it. (laughs) (laughs) The guy was fantastic. He was a great guy.
3: (laughs) How did you you hold him to minus one and 13 carries in that playoff game?
5: Eleven guys being committed to putting everything aside, everything to stop him. We thought we'd win the game. Fantastic game plan.
2: Hey, Leroy, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with your candidacy. Thanks for joining us.
5: Oh, thank you so much. It was a a privilege and an honor being on with you guys.
2: Thanks, Leroy. That was former Green Bay safety Leroy Butler. Up next, why Billy White Shoes Johnson belongs in Canton. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
8: This is Willie McGinnis, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's
9: 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030.
7: Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products.
10: When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, and chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your medical practice is growing fast and you have more patients than you have room for, you need to start, well, making some room, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new exam tables and stools, x-ray machines, and microscopes quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge.
2: Ron Borges. Yes, sir. I don't want you to bang on the drum all day. I want you to answer this question. Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by GEICO, with just 15 minutes can save you 50 percent or more on car insurance. You know what that means? What does it mean you should have done? Means I should have been on the phone, so I'm going to leave right now and make a call. See you later. There you go. Smart, smart man. For more details, go to geico.com. You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, the University of Illinois last week, guys, I don't know if you saw it, announced that it would open an Athletics Hall of Fame. Former linebacker Dick Butkus is in its first or inaugural class. Now, I know some of our listeners never saw Dick Butkus, and, and maybe some others never heard of him. Shame on him. But I can't think of a more worthy candidate to... If you haven't heard of Dick Butkus, you have no ears. (laughs) You are right. (laughs) Um, But I can't think of a more worthy candidate to go in that first class. Um, Because when I think of great football players, you guys who played through injuries, knew how to tackle and never said they were afraid to get on the field, if you know what I mean. I think of guys like Dick Butkus. Goose?
3: Yeah, I remember a game the Bears were playing at Wrigley Field against the Lions. Detroit ran Alty Taylor on a sweep, (laughs) and Butkus (laughs) grabbed him on the shoulder pads near the sideline ran him through the bench area right into the retaining wall for the stands. <laughs> right, right you, I, you, stands. You, you, know, you know what I like best about Dick Butkus? He never saw him dive at a ball player's legs to, to make a tackle. Right. How
2: about that but, wall, the brick wall? That was great. Yeah,
4: that's right. Now, that was I remember one time, I've seen a video of it many times, where they're playing the Falcons. I don't remember the runner. The poor guy sees a hole. He thinks he's through there. And out from the side comes Butkus. And he whacks him and puts one arm on him and picks him up and just carries him backwards. And his legs were still going. His feet were still going. But he wasn't on the ground, you know. Yeah, and then, boom, that. you're down, yeah. you know. I mean, this guy was, to me, the essence of of, of football, you know, two-time defensive Absolutely. player of the year, two-time all-decade guy, eight-time all-pro-bowl uh, pro guy. I mean, he was, he to me, was, was everything and much more of an all-around player than a lot of people recognize in terms of, you know, he was a – Collision guy and a guy who changed games. Force fumbles, fumble right. recoveries, oh, you know, cover, intercepts, coverage, coverage, coverage everything. Yeah. You know? I asked a bell check one time. I said to him, with all the changes in the game today, yeah. I, I was hoping the answer I would get the answer. Why? I said, all the changes. If Dick Buckus was playing today, would he be a three-down player? And he got this smile on his face, and he said, if Dick Buckus is on your team and he's not a three-down player, you should be fired.
2: Trivial pursuit question for you guys. Dick Butkus was one of only two former Illinois football players to have his number retired. Any idea who the other one was, Goose? The galloping ghost
3: to Red Grange.
2: You are correct, sir. And that people is why he's called the fact man. Hey, I, you know what? <laughs> I got another fact for you. There's only one player on the NFL's 75th anniversary team not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And no, it's not Dick Butkus. Billy White Shoes Johnson. And that's why I wrote about him this week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. Saying he belongs in Canton, because I think he does. Look, he, he, does he have the Hall of Fame stats that are better than, say, you know, Devin Hester or Gail Sayers, two of the greatest returners in history? No! No, he doesn't. But he had eight returns for touchdowns, including six by punts. And you say, well, so what? Well, that's not the point. This is, he was named the best return specialist in the first 75 years of the NFL. Not second, not third, the best. He's also a two-time All-Decade choice. Not one, two. 70s and the 80s. So here's the crux of my argument: How can a group that names him the best at his position—I don't care what his position is—how can that group name him the best who played it in 75 years? Then turn around and bar him from the Hall of Fame? I mean, to me, it's—it's it's almost like naming you know a guard to the first team of the 50th anniversary squad and then deciding he doesn't belong either. <laughs> Wait a minute. That already happened. And you know what? Jerry Kramer suffers from the same injustice as Billy White Shoes Johnson. Listen, if you're going to say he's the best at the position he plays in 50 or 75 years, I don't care, then you better open the doors to Canton. Because if you don't, if you don't believe kickers or punters or return specialists belong in the hall, then play the game without them or take the position off the ballot.
3: Clark, here's a problem I see for White Shoes, Brian Mitchell, Devin Hester, and all the other elite return men. White Shoes returned 405 kicks in his career. Brett Favre threw 10,000 passes. Emmett Smith carried 4,400 handoffs. Jerry Rice caught 1,500 passes. Even Morton Anderson kicked in excess of 3,000 footballs on a field goals, six points, and kickoffs. So how do you get past the lack of participation argument for these return specialists?
2: Uh, you don't. Goose, you don't. I mean, he hasn't been elected in over 30 years. Plus, only two pure specialists in the hall, and that's Jan Stenrud and Ray Guy, and it took nearly three decades for Guy, who's the best punter ever, to make it. So I don't care how many touches he has, Goose. I mean, someone decided he was the best at what he does and the best ever in the league's first 75 years. So it's very simple. Not going to follow through and put him in the hall? Either scratch that position with the ballot or play without it. The well, there's a signal we're going to the two-minute drill. I'll ask this week's questions. Derek Burns, our producer, will run the clock. So, Rick and Ron, if you're ready, here we go. Dallas linebacker Sean Lee calls Jason Witten a certain Hall of Famer. What do you call him?
3: A certain Dallas Ring of Honor selection.
4: I call him a, a product of an era of football where the numbers don't truly er, reflect
2: your accomplishments or lack thereof. <laughs> Tougher decision. The Donald or Hillary or Dak or Tony. A set of bad options and a set of
3: good options. Bad options always make the tougher choice. Donald and Hillary.
2: Exactly.
4: Donald or Hillary, because I'd like to bench both of them and play either one of the other two.
2: (laughs) Russell Wilson wants one final field goal to resolve games. How about you? If my
3: kicker is Stephen Hauska, yes. If my kicker is Robert Aguayo, no.
4: (laughs) I have a better idea. I've thought about this a lot, Clark. I'd rather have it decided by a tackling drill. First to
2: knock out the quarterback wins. The Colts' Chuck Pagano calls this weekend's game with the Green Bay a defining moment. What do you call it?
3: Another weekend of mediocrity in the NFL.
2: <laughs> Worse than that, another loss. The Raiders, that Ron's Raiders, just set a record with 23 penalties. What does that tell you about them?
3: It tells me that little pirate is once again smiling on that silver helmet. Told me they're in playoff form.
2: Who has the better chance of winning, guys? Calvin Johnson in Dancing with the Stars or the Detroit Lions in the NFC North?
3: The Lions. Calvin Johnson is facing tougher competition on the dance floor than Lion's C in the NFC North. Megatron. He always had the
2: moves. Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Reynolds, or Stan Hack?
3: Let's go with one of Charlie's Angels, Shelly Hack. <laughs> oh, good one.
2: Hacksaw Reynolds. is His nickname underrates his playing style. Hey, what exactly was that object thrown on the field in Buffalo, and why was it there? A cell phone for Tom Brady because he
3: destroyed his. All I know is it had Brady's name on it. Bigger
2: threat, creepy clowns or Roberto Aguayo kicks?
3: Aguayo, cons make you laugh. Aguayo makes his head coach and GM cry. If you're a dirt cutter, Roberto Aguayo. Oh, no,
2: What happened to Rivas Island? It's been annexed
3: by Mr. Rourke, Tattoo, and Fantasy Island. (laughs) Flooded due to global warming.
2: Hey, how nervous should Dallas be about the Ezekiel Elliott domestic violence investigation?
3: When the words domestic and investigation are in the same sentence, be nervous. Be very nervous. When the words Dallas and cowboys are in the sentence, <laughs> don't worry a thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so That's the end of our first hour, but I'm not worried because we have NFL historian John Turney and former linebacker Wilbur Marshall coming up in the second hour, along with the last of our residential debates. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
6: Hi, this is Neil Smith, and you're
12: listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
2: This is your
0: brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad? Did you ever try drugs?
8: They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
9: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. When you're opening a new office location, but
10: deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your medical practice is growing fast and you have more patients than you have room for, you need to start, well, making some room, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new exam tables and stools, x-ray machines and microscopes quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were.
2: Tower number two of the Talk of Fame Network during election week. We're coming to you from the Renai Studio, where we've been conducting our own elections, debates, free-for-alls, whatever you want to call it. On Andre Johnson, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, you name it. But uh, we have league historian John Turney of Pro Football Journal coming up to help us with some of those decisions. Plus, we're going to sit down with former linebacker Wilbur Marshall, who's a member of those Super Bowl shuffling bears of 1985. And that's a defense, guys. You remember Lomas Brown last week? He called that defense the greatest he ever played against. But before we do... No, that's not the Michigan State marching band. It's the United States Marine Corps marching band. And we have less than a week before we go to the polls, which means we don't have a lot of time to consider our options. But... We still, yes, we still do have time for one more residential debate featuring Ron Borges and Rick Goslin, and we're going to get to it. Now, guys, the ground rules haven't changed since we started these way back, I think it was in the spring, but each candidate or speaker has 45 seconds to answer a question. Then his opponent is going to have 30 seconds to challenge with then the first speaker, if you can follow this, Ron, first speaker. This is pretty good. it is confusing, but you're the stat man. So figure this, then given 20 seconds to close. If, however, any of you exceed your time, and Derek, let's give them a little leeway here since it's our last one prior to the election. If you exceed that time, you're going to hear this. You got that, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Okay, so don't hear that. Okay, let's get started. Mr. Goslin, Dr. Data, this first one's for you. TV ratings are down for the NFL. In fact, Sunday night football went head-to-head against Game 5 of the World Series, and it went down hard. So for that matter, did the Monday night ratings with the Bears and Vikings. Question, if you were commissioner, how would you reverse this trend?
3: Fewer games, better games. You know, one of the networks several years ago launched a must-see TV campaign, well, there's such an oversaturation of NFL football that this is no longer must-see TV. Games on Thursday nights, Sunday nights, Monday nights, and come December, Saturday nights. I propose cutting back on the nights, cutting back on the games, make the broadcast of an NFL game something special. Giving me a Thursday night game in September between the Bills and Jets is not something I need to be home to watch. But fewer games mean fewer dollars. The NFL's philosophy is it's better to be oversaturated than undercompensated.
2: Ron Borges, you're next.
3: A clever guy.
4: Look, kill Thursday night football in the red zone. The former's bad football, and the latter encourages a generation with the attention span of fruit flies <laughs> not to watch an actual game because it's what? Too boring. Got him. hot tired of hearing that. Red zone disconnects your fan from the outcome of games itself and makes something else other than the game important. TV is going to
3: kill the Golden Goose the same way it killed boxing.
2: Mr. Gossin, 20 seconds to close.
3: And the other thing about TV, that all the TV commercials, you sit in that stand, so much dead time. They're, they're chasing the fan out of the stadium. They've got to cut back on TV and
2: make the stadium an experience. The attention span of fruit flies. Wow. <laughs> I watched The Red Zone. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Borges, this next yes, one's sir. for you. Cam Newton says officials don't call illegal hits made on him and that he doesn't really feel safe. Not sure if he was talking about with or without those hats that he shows up with at press conferences after the game. But anyway, he wants an audience with the commissioner, which Roger Goodell says is okay with him. So you're Roger Goodell. What do you tell him?
4: Well, the first thing is you don't tell him the truth because he's got a good point. So instead, you cite some phony study that you never actually did that proves that all quarterbacks are actually being protected equally, and then you tell him that you'll get back to him with the results when the competition committee finishes this survey. Oh, and to feed his ego, you just say, "Camp, look, we know you're bigger, stronger, faster, and better than any quarterback who ever walked on the face of the earth. You're a lion amidst a field of hyenas. So the referees are just trying to, even the playing field.
2: You know how it is, bro. Mr. Gosson, you have 30 seconds to deal with those field hyenas. <laughs> uh,
3: I would tell Cam if you don't want to get hit, give up that $100 million contract and become a kicker. Even as unprotected as Newton may feel, he's still being protected. Quarterbacks can intentionally ground the football, no penalty. If they get out of the pocket, he can slide and avoid all avoid all contact. That's not football. If you want to run the ball, you're no longer a quarterback. You are a running back. You should be treated like a running back. I'd penalize a quarterback for sliding. You don't see running back sliding.
2: Mr. Borges, 20 seconds to well, close. You know, I'm a violence-prone
4: guy, as you know, so uh, in a lot of ways, I'm all for this. But the truth is, I saw the same thing this past weekend in Buffalo when Dr. Hightower nearly killed Tyrod Taylor six, five or six yards out of bounds. If that happens to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, flags everywhere. But I think they look at Cam Newton in particular, and they say, look at how big that guy is. <laughs> the same thing with Roethlisberger. Whoa, we don't have to protect those guys. we got to protect the little Tom Brady guys. Who are friends.
2: Okay. okay. What was that? Thank you for that, Mr. Borges. You're out of time. <laughs> we're back to you, Mr. Goslin. Sean Payton, who of course is the coach of the New Orleans Saints, says having part time officials is quote quote madness. Yes, madness, unquote. <laughs> One step beyond madness. If you were commissioner, would you make officials full time? And if not, why not?
3: I can see the value in full time officials. I'd have them all live in the same centrally located town with great airport access, either Chicago or Dallas, Bring them back home after games each week and on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, sit them all in one classroom together, review every game and every call. That would be an attempt to get all 123 officials on the same page as to what is a penalty and what is not a penalty. These crews aren't on the same page from week to week. They're not even in the same book and some even aren't in the same library. How can Terry McCauley crew call 29 penalties for 260 yards, and on the same weekend, the territory crew calls three penalties for 30 yards. The (laughs) lack of consistency is driving coaches nuts. I agree with Sean Payton on this one.
2: Mr. Borges. you're on the same page with Mr.
4: Goslin? I am. I'm in the same page, same library, even with Sean Payton. Uh, Look, pro football is the only sport that uses rent-a-cops to officiate the game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a profession. It's not weekend softball. What are they doing? Look, they can afford it. And they can also find many ways to to train them and use them in other ways, send them to mini camps, training camps, all that sort of stuff. And, and frankly, if the officials rather be doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs and watch the games at home on Sunday, so be it. We can live without another Ed Hockley if we have to. Mr. Gosselin, 20
2: seconds.
3: <laughs> to I'm a complete agreement move with uh, Ron, but this is not what? a debate. If this is Republican Democrats, debate. we wouldn't care who's elected because we agree in <laughs> everything. we pass oh, legislation.
2: It would oh, be unbelievable. Imagine <laughs> that. Okay, Mr. Borges. Yo. This one is for you, and how appropriate. For all you do. You drew the short straw here Um, You've been an outspoken critic Of the league's concussion policy And it seems you have support Through an order a New York judge Essentially is forcing the NFL to reveal How it handled the issue of brain injuries Over the last two decades And the league, predictably Is expected to appeal If you're the commissioner On what grounds do you appeal? Well,
4: being a guy who believes in truth and reconciliation I would just make the following appeal Look, Judge, we've been lying our asses off for 50 years. That's just <laughs> how it was. You know that's why we're appealing. You know, you, you think young boys would play this game where parents would let them if they knew the truth? Come on, man, this is football. Your what you're demanding is anti-American and pro-labor. You're not for that, are you? The truth. So you can't handle the truth. truth. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Was,
2: truth. You have 30 seconds to rebut that if you care to. <laughs>
3: if If I'm Goodell, I'd say don't single my sport out. Ask boxing how it handles concussions. Ask soccer how it handles concussions. Ask baseball how it handles concussions. Ask college football how it handles concussions. Ask high schools how they handle concussions. The problem isn't one unique to the NFL. Players don't arrive in the NFL and start having concussions. Find the root of the problem and then start working on a solution.
2: Mr. Borges, 20 seconds close. Here's
4: how boxing handles concussions. A, they stop the fight. You don't go back out. And B, you can't box for 90 days after being knocked out. In pro football, you get knocked out, and you can't play for 90 seconds, and then they send you back in there. I mean, did you see Alex Smith last week? And then they sent him back in there. So uh, I wouldn't be going in that direction as part of my appeal. I would use the lie-in-my-ass-off appeal.
2: Okay, quickly, guys, we've got a less than a minute. We're going to stop right there and allow each of you to summarize your positions on what or what is your opinion is the greatest issue facing the NFL now and over the next 10 years, and how would you address it?
3: The quality of play, tackling's a lost art. All the rules favor an offense. You know, the, This is a sport speeding toward its own demise. They've screwed up what was once a great game.
4: Ron? Yeah, they, I think it's overexposure of an inferior product. You know, get off the pinball wizard style of football, number one. And number two, remember a key thing. In most things in life, less is more.
2: Well, thank you, gentlemen. You know what? Not just for today, but for this entire series. And I mean it. It was informative. It was topical. Most important, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Next up, more fun and more information, this time from NFL historian John Turney. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
6: All right, you have a great business, but your website, not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, Artificial Design Intelligence, that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com, create your
7: stunning website today. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other. Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Welcome to GEICO's Motorcycle Neanderings.
5: Oh, man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to GEICO. I scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if a highway splits, it's a fork in the road, then wouldn't the long straight stretch be a knife in the road? And then
6: wouldn't a cul-de-sac be a spoon in the road? What would a spork be? GEICO Motorcycle. Savings that make sense.
8: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
9: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states, NMLS Consumer number 3030. When you're opening a new office location,
10: but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your business is construction and you get a big job that has to be done in record time, you need to get the ball rolling, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy enough sheetrock and lumber, steel, and other materials quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin,
2: and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored, no, not by the Flamin' Groovies. That's their song. Boy, National Anthem of San Francisco. It's sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest should be familiar to you. He's on once a month to straighten us out on our history, and not U.S. history, but NFL history. I'm talking about John Turney of Pro Football Journal. And, John, nice to have you back with us, as always.
12: Pleasure to be here. I appreciate it very much.
2: John, as you may or, or may not know, um, we've been running an Insiders-Outsiders series the past six weeks, speaking with guys who are Hall of Fame candidates for the class of 2017, and, and those who aren't but, but should be. Um, I mean, guys like uh, Lomas Brown, Leroy Glover, Neil Smith, Richmond Webb. Um, Any one of those guys get your attention? Or or is there someone else? I mean, we have Wilbur Marshall coming up in the next segment, and that's just around the corner. But any one of those guys you think belongs in the Hall of Fame conversation?
12: Well, the two I would single out, although I I like all of those names, Wilbur Marshall's very interesting in that he played several different positions. He got to play in that 46 defense, and then he he moved to the – Weak side in, in Richie Pettibon's defense, which was a little bit different. That was that George Allen defense. And then he moved to the strong side and played very well. But Neil Smith is somebody I always thought was an underrated player. He played in an era where to be all pro, first team all pro, you had to beat out Bruce Smith and Reggie White. And that's just an era where that position was stacked. Chris Stolman and Neil Smith, I believe, were the second team 90s all decade players. And if you look at Neal Smith's stats, he had the sacks, over 100 career sacks, and would average 10-12 in his prime. But he also forced a lot of fumbles and knocked down a lot of passes uh, for a defensive end. I think he had 51 in his career. Now, that may not sound like a lot, but there's great players that had 20 or 22 or 23 passes defense. So he's, if it's third and three and you knock down a pass that was going to be a first down, that's a big play. That's a stop. So Neil Smith was somebody I thought was, uh, if you watched him, he looked a little top-heavy. Do you remember how skinny his legs yep. were? But he got plenty of drive, and he had a, a very, very uh, long, long arms and could push uh, tackles back on a power rush, and he had the speed to get around. And then he had Derek Thomas on the other side pushing him for the other way. So... Neil Smith, to me, would be the best name out of that group.
3: John, we also had Jimmy Giles on the show to talk about the slight that the tight end position has been given. If you could give a free pass to Canton to the two greatest uh, tight end oversights, who would you give them to?
12: Well, I don't know that there's what I would call huge oversights, but if I I could give one for sure, the guy that sticks out the most would be uh, Jerry Smith of the Redskins. He was all pro two times, and he had 60 career touchdowns on 420-something catches. That's like uh, 14% touchdowns. And if you look at guys like Jason Witten, who has uh, like 600 more catches, but only one more touchdown, or a guy like Shannon Sharp, who has 400 more catches, but only two more touchdowns. In the history of the game, only Gronkowski has a higher touchdown percentage than Jerry Smith. So I think he would get one not. The other two, it's hard to decide. You've got... Todd Christensen, a three-time All-Pro, five Pro Bowls, a great pass catcher. And Mark Bavaro, maybe, somebody like that, who was a great blocker. But I-, I would say Jerry Smith would be the one free pass that if I could give one to a tight end, it would be him.
4: It's funny you mentioned Bavaro because his name comes up a lot uh, when, when we talk about these, these things, in particular that position. And Mark is a sort of, uh, in my mind, classic kind of tight end, block. You know, what the position was supposed to be when it was actually a tight end. Do you ever see a time in your mind where you think that kind of player who doesn't have tremendous numbers but actually played the position the way it was designed can earn his way somehow into the Hall of Fame, or has it turned too much into numbers?
12: I think it's turned so much into numbers. Uh, but I do think somebody like Dave Casper was that type of tight end. I mean, he and Bavaro, to me, were real similar in terms of blocking and receiving. Mark had good hands, but he was. When you think of guys like Joe, Joe Morris and Otis Anderson getting 11, 12, 13, 1,500 yards, Mark Bavaro was certainly part of that. Todd Christensen was the receiver type. That's why I couldn't really separate those two because Bavaro was, like you said, the classic tight end. Todd was more like the receiving end that maybe would stick his nose in a block but really wasn't going to move anybody, but Mark could, really could. And Mark could get down the middle deep. You know, It was when they were starting to play, cover two more. And he could split those safeties and, and get a big gainer up the middle. So he had plenty of receiving skills as well.
2: Hey, John, and, and we're speaking with an NFL historian John Turney of Pro Football Journal on the Talk of Fame Network. And you, you can find us on talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. John, let's switch positions here, go to wide receiver. And we also had Henry Ellard on this program about two weeks ago. And when you look at his resume, it, it would seem he would make an attractive Hall of Fame candidate. He's never been a semifinalist. W- would you make him one, or would you make him a finalist? I mean, do you like Henry Ellard?
12: Well, I would like to see him on, uh, in the conversation. He's never been in the Final 25, as you've mentioned, but I would love to see him at least get to the Final 15 because he's one who didn't have a lot of touchdowns, but every other statistic he had is, is right on the mark. He was all pro as much as a lot of the other guys from that era. He, he had big years, 1,400 yards, 80, 90 catches type of thing. He was um, possibly the best route runner that maybe any of us have seen um, since Raymond Berry. He was somebody wow. who really bought into Norv Turner's belief that you, if you're going to run that Coriel system and you're going to run an 18-yard dig, you get 18 yards, you squared off as much as possible, and that target area for the ball is going to be two yards inside the hash. Henry Ellard would get there. He didn't always have quarterbacks who could get the ball there. I can't imagine what he might have done had he had Kurt Warner for his entire career or a Mark Bulger like uh, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt did. So I think he's every bit the player. I mean, he and and Isaac Bruce, to me, are almost the same player when you look at a lot of the things. And Henry was actually a better punt returner. He was an excellent punt returner. So that's a little bit of a factor in there, too.
3: John, let me take you back a little further. There's a belief that politically the old AFL was slighted by Canton... When the two leagues merged, because there were more NFL voters than AFL voters on the selection committee, if you could give a free pass to Canton to the three greatest AFL oversights, who would you give them to?
12: Well, I think the first one, if I could just instantaneously put somebody in from the AFL, it would be Johnny Robinson. He was uh, started off as a running back, but was an a, a all-league free safety, strong safety, and then an all-league free safety, and. Also had those intangibles. He played with that, those broken ribs in the Super Bowl and got an interception. And those are little extra things that I think he had. And all the the other numbers are there as well. Second guy would be Tom Sestak from the Bills. He was the AFL's Merlin Olsen or Bob Lilly. He was 6'5", 270. And having been able to track uh, most of his sacks, he had years where he had... 14.5, 15.5, Fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half, and another year where he had 10, 11. He was a guy who was getting lots of sacks, and not only that, that Bill's defense was one of the top run-stopping defenses of all time. They were down there 68, 70, 75 yards a game stopping the run, and they won those championships. So to me, he did, his career was cut a little bit short, but uh, to me, big sense would be another one. The last one would be kind of tough because there was like several guys, but I would put in Earl, Earl Faison of the Chargers who just passed away. Uh, 6'5", 270, left defensive end who could uh, rush the passer, hit hard. A lot of times he would stand up in, a, in kind of an odd alignment of a 3-4, kind of like the Chiefs did in the Super Bowl. We've, we've heard about Hank Stram doing that, that little thing. Well, the Chargers were doing that, and I've seen quite a bit of film on uh, Earl. When he was motivated and his back wasn't hurting, He was as good as
2: anybody. Hey, John, we've got to go. So thanks for the time, and we'll catch you next month.
12: I'll be glad to do it. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.
2: Thanks, Thanks, John. Those League historian John Turney of Pro Football Journal. Up next, former linebacker Wilbur Marshall. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
12: Hi, this is O.J. Anderson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
1: What's the best place to have your breakfast? How about a warm croissant? Right now at Burger King, get two breakfast sandwiches for just $4. A light, flaky croissant, piled high with savory sausage, or delicious thick-cut smoked bacon, and just two for $4. It's the best place to have your breakfast, and the best deal on breakfast all rolled into one. We're talking about the croissant Get two breakfast sandwiches right now for just $4, only at Burger King. Restrictions may apply, Price participation vary.
7: Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other. Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. All right, you have a great business, but
6: your website? Mm, Not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, Artificial Design Intelligence, that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today.
8: I'm Jay Farner, President of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN
9: call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states nmls consumeraccess.org number 3030
0: this is the talk of fame network on sb nation radio here are your hall of fame voters ron borges cannot play with him rick goslin cannot win with him and clark judge cannot
11: coach with him can't do it i want winners
2: Well, the Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by Geico, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com, and you'll score a winner there. You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest, Wilbur Marshall, played on one of the greatest defenses in NFL history. and He played, as a matter of fact, with that man who just did the intro, that be Mike Singletary. But he also played on some pretty good defenses afterwards. He played weak side linebacker with the 85 Bears, of course, and that team led the NFL in defense and won the only Super Bowl in franchise history. But he also played strong side linebacker on the 1991 Washington Redskins team that finished in the top three in defense and won Lombardi trophy. And Wilbur Marshall later played on top 10 defenses with Arizona and the New York Jets. And I think you get the idea. Wherever Wilbur Marshall went, great defense seemed to follow. So question, why is he not on the Hall of Fame list of candidates for the class of 2017? It's a good question. We don't know, but we'd like to hear what he has to say about it, and we will now. Wilbur Marshall, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks a lot for having
3: Hey, Wilbur, we asked Lomas Brown on the show last week which defense was better, the 2000 Ravens or 2002 Buccaneers. He said quite emphatically, the 85 Bears. That was your first season as a starter on a unit that sacked 62 quarterbacks and forced 54 turnovers allowing the fewest yards and points in the NFL. What made that defense special?
11: Uh, They were all hungry. You know, we played really tough ball because, you know, we had Walter on the other side, so you had a very limited amount of time to make some plays (laughs) because they kept the ball.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I was uh, around the Patriots team that year in 85 when you just dismantled them. It was in the Super Bowl. I mean, it was painful to (laughs) to watch, to tell you the truth. Uh, And, of course, you finished First in the NFL in defense, in three of your four seasons there. Then you played in nine top ten defenses in your 12-year career. You made plays all over the field, 46 sacks, 24 interceptions, 24 forced fumbles in your career. Where did you develop that sort of completeness in your game? Did that go all the way back to high school? Uh, did it start in college at Florida, or or did it happen when you got to the Bears?
11: It happened when I got to the Bears. You know, they needed that one person that can basically play over the tight end and play man coverage. So if you see, if you ever watch. Like, anyone watch watched the game, I was playing over the tight end one-on-one to that open up things for us to double to the two outside guys. And with an eight-man front, they didn't have enough people to cover. So I had to go down there and
2: practice with the defensive backs on the cover. So I think that's where it started. Well, Wilbur, speaking of those Bears, and we are speaking with former linebacker Wilbur Marshall on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at Talk of Fame Net. But Wilbur, speaking of those Bears... Only three members from that grade 85 Bears defense are in the Hall of Fame. You know them Richard Dent, Dan Hampton, and Mike Singletary, as I mentioned earlier. Simple question Do you belong in Canton with them? Well, I hate to say it, but I do I do believe that I should be there. I mean, I'm basically
11: probably the only linebacker, probably in the history that I know of, that play outside and inside linebacker. They had, had Mike sitting on the sideline when I'm playing middle linebacker on third down. So. Uh wasn't just a rush guy like, you know, the guys on the end that you see them go 90% of the time, they may drop, you know, 10% of the time. So I had a lot to learn. Yeah,
3: there's a lot to be said about a three-down linebacker. Uh, what you went to the Pro Bowl and made first-team All-Pro as both a weak side backer with the Bears and a strong side backer with the Redskins. How different are those two positions, and how difficult was the challenge to change sides?
11: Uh, it was, I mean, it wasn't tough for me. I mean, you put the tight end over you, and they'll move it. They'll they'll shift them. But we had a younger kid, uh, Collins, that they wanted to try to groom at that time, and they you know they just asked me. But I, you know you got to be a team player, and you want to win, you do what it takes to win.
4: Now, of course, you you you're best known as your association with the 85 Bears, but in in 1991 with the Redskins, maybe that was your best all around year. You made 135 tackles, which. Makes my shoulders hurt thinking about it. You broke up seven passes. You sacked six quarterbacks. You intercepted five passes. Uh, you forced four fumbles. Uh, and you won another Super Bowl ring. What made that season so special uh, for you?
11: For me, getting getting the groove of understanding the defense and what they wanted us to do, you know, and playing in a 4-3, and that's the difference. The other guys playing in a 3-4 are coming off the corner. So when you're playing off the ball to make those – those plays, I tell you, it's, it's the toughest thing to do. And uh, for me, I, I, I do cherish, you know, those years. Ninety and ninety-one year was really good. We made it, and uh, actually, we got <laughs> we got bumped by Detroit Lion. There was an eight and eight team when we was ten and six. That wasn't fun.
2: (laughs) Well, well, we're talking about things that are difficult to swallow that aren't fun. I want to go back to what you said earlier about that that you think you belong in the Hall of Fame, and certainly when you look at your resume, uh, you, you qualify for the conversation. How difficult... Is it for you to swallow that, y- y- you know, you you haven't been a finalist or a semifinalist and you're not on the preliminary list? <laughs> I mean, how is how is difficult is that to swallow?
11: It, it's really hard when you see some of the guys that are on there. I mean, you know, like they call banks, you know, uh, we came out the same time. I see Teddy Bruce. You know, those guys made even linebacker of the week, a linebacker of the month, was long defensive, you know, linebacker of the year. Or, you know, Defensive Player of the Year. And it's like, why? you just kind of like, well, what did I do? Right. You know, you just, I just don't know. Don't get it.
2: Do you think you're overshadowed by the others? I'm talking about Dent, you know, Singletary, uh, Hampton. Do you think those guys, they overshadowed you because of that? And people go, we've got enough in there at this point?
11: I don't know if it's that. I think that with the, the way the system is set up, look at the uh, Pro Bowl, you know, selection. It's got to be a 3-4. So if you're going to pick somebody in a 4-3 where, you know, a guy off the ball, everybody's looking for that pass rusher. Or they're looking for that middle linebacker. You don't see a lot of people in the, even in the 4-3. I think Mike Singletary, probably the only one. The rest of them playing 3-4.
2: Right.
11: So yeah, if, we'll... if you got all the coaches voting back then, it's not like what's happening now. You, got the, you get, you know, fan participation. And back then we didn't get all that
3: there are only 13 outside backers in hall of fame and of late the selection committee's been taking the 100 sack guys kevin green Derek thomas ricky jackson andre tippett the the committee seems to be obsessed with with players stats do you think that the 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 strong side backer the coverage backer is the most underappreciated player on defense
11: oh definitely you know they want you to come off the corner and and, then like i said i sacrifice to play middle linebacker, too, not just playing outside. I, I'd never walk off that field, play both ways. You know, those guys get rushed, and, and a lot of those guys play defensive end, and they change to outside linebacker. So when you get their stats, there's two different stats there, if you look at it. What was it green like? With a defensive end, so, you know, and then you move them to a 3-4 in the linebacker. Well, that's a big difference. You're rushing 90% of the time.
4: What was it like for you uh, with the Bears and you had Buddy Ryan there, uh, you know, in in that 46 defense, which was an unusual kind of defensive uh, set and certainly unusual approach. Uh, in those days, mm-hmm. and you almost had two head coaches. You had, you had him and you had Ditka on the other side. What was that oh, like he for you? you
11: definitely had a pick. <laughs> he had definitely had a pick. He'd be in the locker room to see that that, that fight, you know. <laughs> what
4: that, was that that's, like that's for lot, you? That's another
11: That's another book right there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> As a young player, though, what was that like for you? Was it confusing at all? Was it kind of like, what is going on here? Or was it just sort of, I'm just going to play... The, all the positions they tell me to play and, and do my job.
11: That's what you try to just fit in because at that time, I just wanted to break that lineup. They had a lot of first-rounders on that team, and I said, oh, my God, I got to get in here, get my chance, and just, you know, don't let anybody take your place. But uh, the way Buddy had it set up was his boys on that side, and he's going to take care of them, and, and Dicker wasn't going to mess with them. So <laughs> and that, that gave us opportunity, especially me, because I had to know – both inside linebacker and outside linebacker on the structure of that defense. I was hey, the person that had to make all the adjustments hmm. and, and on the move. So he, he really grilled me that first year. That's why I didn't even get in the game the first year. And, you, know, hmm. he, you know, I had to know it before I can walk on that field.
2: Hey Wilbur, thanks so much for the time. I know we don't agree on much here at the Talk of Fame Network, but I know one thing we do agree on that your career needs to be discussed for the Hall of Fame. So thanks for stopping by, and good luck with that Hall of Fame candidacy.
11: I appreciate you guys bringing it up. Yeah. You know, it's we're hard gonna... to talk about it with anyone else. Well,
4: we're going to make sure your name is at least on the list there next year, and we'll see where we go from. It's unbelievable when yeah. you think about it.
2: All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. thanks for... That was former linebacker Wilbur Marshall. Up next, Rick takes a look at one Hall of Famer's record that may be under fire. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com.
8: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
9: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030.
7: Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products.
10: When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, and chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your medical practice is growing fast and you have more patients than you have room for, you need to start, well, making some room, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new exam tables and stools, x-ray machines, and microscopes quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing
11: with here is a complete lack of respect for the law.
2: Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when GEICO says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means 15 minutes ago you could have saved yourself a lot of money, my friend. You are correct, sir. And you know what? If there's smoke on the water, it may be coming from that car. So should have gone to geico.com 50 minutes ago to get it solved. So go. Just go. Hey, before we get to our Renee Game changes of the Week, we'd like to salute former defensive lineman Will Smith, who was inducted into the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame last week. Will passed away, as you might remember, in April after he was shot during a traffic altercation. And his wife, who was also shot but who survived, uh, made an acceptance speech on her husband's behalf
3: yeah, it was quite an emotional day raquel smith spoke of how she had learned to walk herself because right. of the gunshots that broke her mirror and uh, damaged nerves in her leg no no one deserves to be shot not will smith and certainly not his wife Hill.
2: yeah i couldn't agree more and you know that was a nice gesture by the saints and well-deserved honor right. and goose, speaking well-deserved honors we have a renee game changer of the week mm-hmm. from the renee studio coming to you and rick since you're at the head of the class in the nfc east maybe the nfc period Why don't you get us started?
3: I've got a good one for you. Ezekiel Elliott was selected as an All-Big Ten running back at Ohio State last season. He now leads the NFL in rushing. Well, the other runner selected to the All-Big Ten team isn't too bad either. Indiana's Jordan Howard was a mere fifth-round draft pick of the Bears last April. Now he's starting for Chicago and has had three 100-yard rushing games in his last five weeks. He became the first back to rush for 100 yards against the Vikings this season in his 150 yards. Monday night powered the Bears to an upset of the Vikings.
2: Ronnie, your renowned well, game changer. Who is it? Yes, sir.
4: My choice is Derek Carr, the Raiders. Oh, Raiders completed of the completed 40 of 59 passes. My arm's killing me just thinking about it. 513 <laughs> yards, four touchdowns, including the game winner in overtime, 41 yarder to Sean Roberts, and a win over the Bucks. He also set a fantasy football points record for a quarterback this season. That's not only a Renai game changer, it's a bank account changer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's why they're going to Las Vegas, Ronnie. Hey, <clears throat> I'm going to go with, guys, who else? Tom Terrific. That'd be Tom Brady. Patriots got waxed 60 nothing by Buffalo without him. So what happens? Brady returns. Pats go to Buffalo. And you know, Ronnie, what happens? Yeah, something got thrown down the field there. Yeah, they put 41 on Rex. That's a game changer, all right. And you got to love what Rex said about Brady at the age of 39. I don't know if I've ever seen him better. Well, I don't either. Congratulations, Tom Brady. Hey Ron, I I don't know that I've ever seen Dr. Data look better either. (laughs) Hey, look at him because, you know why? He's good in a lab coat, doesn't he? Yeah, because this is this week. You know, next week, he's gonna look that much better too. He looks better every week. You can always, always count on the docs. So Goose, I understand from informed sources, you're gonna tell us why a record that has stood for, what, over 60 years might be under fire,
3: correct? Yes, sir. Norm Van Brocklin's record has stood for 65 years. His 554 passing yards in a single NFL game has weathered the challenges of Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, and all of the Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But I'm not sure the Dutchman's record survives the 2016 season. The football has never been in the air like it has been this season. In 2014, the NFL averaged 69.6 passes per game, In 2015, it increased to 71 passes per game. This season, it's almost 73 passes per game. More passes mean more yards. There have been only 2,500 yard passing games in NFL history. Half of them have come this decade, and we've already seen two this season Matt Ryan's 503 yard effort against Carolina in September, and Derek Carr's 513 yards last weekend against Tampa Bay. Carr threw 59 passes against the Buccaneers to get his yardage. He became the 12th different quarterback to throw 50 passes in a game this season. And we're only at the season's midway point. Two years ago, only 13 quarterbacks threw 50 passes in a game. There's also been six 400-yard passing games this season. Two years ago, there were only nine 400-yard games all season. And again, we're only at the season's midway point. Washington's Kirk Cousins threw for 458 yards last week against Cincinnati and Drew Brees has a pair of 400 yard games throwing 465 against Carolina and 423 against Oakland. NFL teams want to air throw the football and the rules encourage them to put the ball in the air. We've already seen the 300 yard receiving game this season and two other one 200 yard games. The artist has become way too easy. The record book is in jeopardy, and there's a bullseye now on Van Brocklin's 554 yards in a single game. That's
2: the two-minute warning. Well, it's not a bullseye. That's our whistle again. I mean, we're almost out of time. So, guys, let's get to the two-minute drill. Derek, start that clock. Giants GM Jerry Reese says Eli Manning gives the Giants an advantage in the NFC East. You agree?
3: Yes, sir. He's been in the Super Bowl. He knows the path. The other three quarterbacks in the division haven't.
2: As somebody once said so famously,
4: for what? For who?
2: What's wrong with the Vikings?
3: Can't block,
4: can't run, no offense, no shot. I think Sam Bradford is reaching his level, which is sinking, and that line is imploding.
2: When does Cleveland win a
4: game?
3: Are we talking Indians, Cavaliers, or Browns?
12: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
4: I would say
2: whenever the Cavs play next, Cleveland will be a winner. Hey, Blake Bortles hired his own quarterback coach. So what's the first thing he tries to fix?
3: His aim, he's completing 60% of his passes in a league that demands 65%.
2: Yeah, she'd ask his new
4: quarterback coach if he knows a good optometrist so he can get his field vision improved.
2: Is The Walking Dead the name of A, a TV show, B, the Cleveland Browns, or C, your talk of fame host?
3: D, it's the name of defenders in New England who would rather freelance than play the scheme.
2: (laughs) E, Roger Goodell, if the TV ratings stay in the toilet... Who's in a tougher pickle? FBI Director James Comey or the next Cleveland quarterback?
3: Not the Cleveland quarterback. Comey is only being assaulted verbally. The quarterback's physically. Agreed.
4: Cleveland quarterback. They're both going to get fired, but only one's going to leave in traction.
2: San Diego votes next week on New Stadium. Does it pass?
3: Philip Rivers passes in San Diego. Stadiums don't. In California,
2: not passing. Richard Sherman calls officiating egregious. What do you call it?
3: Over-officious.
2: Odious, my famous favorite <laughs> word. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, what was Jamie Collins' first reaction when he learned he was sentenced to the Browns?
3: He was ecstatic until he told him it was the Browns, not the Cavaliers or Indians. <laughs>
4: <laughs> to quote the former great Colton State Warrior swingman, who once said to me when threatened with being traded to Cleveland, they got banks in Cleveland.
2: We need someone from the NFL to run for president. So who would you choose?
3: Dan Rooney, he always, already has experience in the service of this country as an ambassador to Ireland. Gronk, the inauguration party would be something to see. <laughs>
2: if you could vote a coach out of office today, who would it be?
3: Bill Belichick. That would give the other 31 teams a chance.
4: <laughs> Gus Bradley, not only is his record terrible, he sacrificed an assistant to try and save
2: his own sorry butt talks. <laughs> if WikiLeaks hacked the commissioner's emails, what would it find?
3: The same thing WikiLeaks found in the Clinton emails. Denials, denials, denials. (laughs) Valentine's
4: from Bob Graff and a house plan for a place in Bimini.
2: We'd like to thank Leroy Butler, Wilbur Marshall, and John Turney for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to catch this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us at this time and on this station next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too.
8: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
9: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions?
7: Um, yeah, I have questions.
0: Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad? Dad. Did you ever try drugs?
8: They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug Free Kids.
1: What's the best place to have your breakfast? How about a warm croissant? Right now at Burger King, get two croissant-wich breakfast sandwiches for just $4, a light, flaky croissant piled high with savory sausage or delicious thick-cut smoked bacon, and just two for $4. It's the best place to have your breakfast and the best deal on breakfast all rolled into one. We're talking about the croissant-wich. Get two croissant-wich breakfast sandwiches right now for just $4, only at Burger King. Restrictions may apply, price participation vary.
7: Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products.